Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Jesus in the Shed. In the Shed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is a discussion podcast where we discuss topics. Topics. uh, Scriptures. In in scripture and interpretations of Christianity and scripture and a lot of things. All right. Well, uh, I'm Ricky. I'm Marty. And uh, we'll be discussing chapters one through five of Mark as we uh, we're we're reading it. so, do do you have any? Do you want to go first? Do you have any uh, underlines that, that stood out to you? The only thing I it stood out to me in the whole thing is what we just said earlier that there was a lot of secretive stuff going. on. Well, nobody's on. gonna hear the earlier stuff. Oh, <laughs> the only thing that that stuck out to me was uh, the the secretive the secretness of you know it's like he was hiding from everything he was doing. Like, was he doing? Why was he doing that? Why was he hiding? Why didn't he want other? I mean, wouldn't you think that he would want other people to know? Right. And then in this guy, in this case, he didn't want anybody to, or not, not yet, or whatever. He he didn't want to be exposed, right? And uh, and I've heard multiple people say it's from fear of being uh, killed before his time through from the Roman Empire, because you know at that time there was other messianic pretenders, mm-hmm. and you know they had gotten killed, and nobody was allowed to be a king underneath the the emperor of Rome, right? So. So maybe that's a reason. That sounds like a valid reason why he would be secretive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then the other thing that stuck out, kind of caught my attention was, uh, I don't know for sure what part it was, but where they, kind of like the disciples were type talking like questioning, more or less, of, you know, kind of like, I guess, how could this guy do this stuff? How could, you know, I guess you'd say like the faith part of it. Uh-huh. I kind of... Being that the positions that they were, why would they even, they were followers, why would they even question that? But then again, I have to think about, well, they're followers, but then they they are man. So therefore, they have some type of possibility of questioning or something right. like that. So that's that's what, that's kind of, it didn't bother me, but I was just like wondering, why are these guys following him, but they're questioning him at the same time? Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> well, I mean... If you come from a, I don't know, it would be kind of like if something like that happened today. Because let's, you know, if you if there was some type of um, charismatic leader, right, mm-hmm. and you know he he told you to come follow him and like that, and you were like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with him, right. and you see him do all these miracles, you know, healing the blind, raising the dead already, mm-hmm. and what would you believe? It would that would that would be this, you know, if your mind is set in like reality let's look at it as a a person who's in reality if you see these things that don't make sense what are you supposed to do with that information when when you see it that's question it yeah yeah question it because i mean in today's world i wouldn't see that i i i would have to question a lot of things if i saw that happening now exactly so I guess it, yeah, it, it kind of makes sense because then back then uh, that was their their current and their reality at that time. Yeah, because what what there was no technology back then. There was no real medicine. There wasn't anything. You you got up when the sun got up, or maybe before the sun got up. Sun got up, and you you did like manual labor stuff all the time. Yeah, unless you were like a nobleman. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or whatever. But yeah. Th- that was one of the things the question that that, that that okay there's those the the point of being always secretive 
the questioning of those that were following him. And then also the, the message of believing and therefore receiving. Right. Fullnessly. I mean, when I'm saying completely, so therefore you're, you're, the believing part is your faith that actually has to be strong enough in order for those certain things to be fulfilled or whatever. Uh-huh. That's, that's, those are things that, that I thought about and I think you were thinking about those too. Yeah. I mean, cause every time he healed somebody, most of the time when he healed somebody, he, he would always say your faith has healed you. Mm-hmm. Right. So your faith is like the key to opening the blessings from God. Mm-hmm. And you know, uh, and I, I'm not sure if it's in Mark, but in later chapters, you know, uh, it's, I don't want to get too far in later chapters. So yeah, let me, let me just say that. Yeah. For, for right now, it looks like faith is the, is kind of like your spiritual hand reaching out and taking what's get, being given to you, what's being offered. Like God's putting all these blessings and all these things on a table, right? But your faith is your hand reaching out and taking them and grabbing mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that, that's what it looks like. It has to be really strong faith too for it to be right to fulfilled. Yeah, because you, you most of the time you there's we don't we don't see healings like that here in 2020. You know what I'm saying? Because the disciples went out and they healed, mm-hmm. and and people who came to Jesus were healed, and you know people who uh, you know later once again later you'll hear about people that Jesus didn't know were healing in His name. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was people, it, was it their desperation, their life so bad that this, the idea of Jesus Christ, just in his name alone, was enough for them to reach out and have that faith and get that healing mm-hmm. or get that those demons knocked out of them. So if you look at it today, in today's world, um, how come we don't see that? And maybe we may not see it in, in this form of somebody healing, but we, we do hear of cases where people are actually like miraculously, they go back to the doctor and everything's gone. I think that's a miracle. I think that's, right. uh, yeah, I, I think that's a healing, but how come we don't see that today or at that level at that level? Exactly. I mean, cause I mean, cause like stuff like internally, yeah, you can see that internally, but like, like the blind people or raising people from the dead right yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't see that. Yeah. I mean, because if that was happening, there wouldn't be any blind people around. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, so I, I don't under. So I'm trying to understand why we don't see it. Now I, I've come, I've I've entertained the thought that maybe it's because of our lack of faith. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also, yeah, that's like the only thing I can come up with. That's the only thing I can th- think of. I think we've talked about it before. Where I feel it's just that it's not that we. Well, yeah, it is that we have a lack of faith, but not to the extent where we have our faith is not, uh, what do you call it? Um, where we don't have a lack of faith of, of, of him, but I guess we have a lack of faith in some of the actions. Right. You know, for instance, we want it so bad, but in our minds, well, at least in my experience, when I've been faced with death and everything else before from people that I loved and everything, and, and I've asked God to save them, right? Yeah. And make a miracle and save them. Please save them. But at the at the same time, I kind of felt like it's not going to happen. In the, back, in the back of your head, you're anchored in 
this reality knowing yeah. that such a thing doesn't happen, right? Right, exactly. So I wonder if there's some way for a Christian to let go of that anchor. Somehow we have to let go of that anchor that roots us in this world so that we, that our faith can finally reach out and grab the blessings that that Jesus did and that he promised that we could do. But I think what happens is that we don't get those things answered or whatever, right? Uh-huh. And therefore we say, Ugh. that's, and when we get that, Ugh, that's us right there losing a right. little bit it, of our faith. And it makes that anchor stronger. Right. So, hmm. what do you think we could do? To, what do you think are steps that we could take towards you know, releasing that anchor, releasing that, those doubts of that we've learned throughout our entire life, throughout living through history, learning history, learning, you know, this is the way the world is. This is the way it can never change. But we, we have to let go of those things somehow and realize that our faith is more powerful than the reality that we are presented. Because apparently that's the way it is. Yeah. Maybe the only thing we can do is acceptance. You know, we're just kind of like they always say, put it in God's hands. Just believe, strongly believe. But I think it's still that our minds are somewhat weak where we still have that little bit of, you know what I'm saying? Uh Like they say that's the faith of a mustard seed, but also it's like the, (laughs) what do you call it? The, The doubt of a mustard seed is what hinders it. Right. So it's equally as powerful. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's kind of sad at the same time because it's not that you don't have faith in the existence and what he's done and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But there's a little doubt there. Right. You know, and I think it's human nature too to have a little bit of doubt because of the world that we live in, the things that we see, the things that we've experienced, Uh you know, and we try to uh, overcome those things and, and, but it's hard. It is. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to try to overcome them. I'm going to try to, this year, I'm going to try to get rid of that anchor. Right. I'm trying to, I'm going I'm to try to, as hard as I can, to go past that. That That's my goal this year. Or every day this mm-hmm. year. I mean, because Jesus even said himself, blessed are those who have believed, even more blessed are those who have believed that it, but never seen. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what faith is. Faith is believing in something you don't see. Right. You know. So if the apostles could do these things and had been seen, shouldn't we be able to do even more? Because he says, even greater will be, you know, greater, you will see greater things than those that you've seen here today. You know, from mm-hmm. those who have never, you know, heard or, you know, who have never seen me. Right. I don't know. <laughs> so, don't know. so this is, so this is, you know, been plaguing my mind. Mm-hmm. You know, recently. Hmm. So I'm going to try it because, you know, I think about these things and and I can feel that doubt in the back of my head. I can feel it. Yeah. And so I'm going to try to get rid of that completely and see if I can do. You think, let me ask you this question. Do you think that doubt is the adversary? Yes. Yeah. I think so, too. That he has such or whatever it is, has such... um, Ability to put that little little piece in our head that keeps us from progressing right. or moving forward or whatever. Um, 
going back to what we were talking about healings and everything, we see that now, but they're not real. <laughs> you no. know, some some yeah. of these some of these guys that are out there doing it, you know. Um and I think that right there also causes doubt from people that see that kind of stuff. Right, cuz we're like, oh, it, it's a like if they do it on stage or something. Oh, it was a plant in the uh right. in the audience. You know, they're just acting. Right. Yeah. So I See, I wonder if that's a long time, the long game for the adversary to like, you know, like, like people who do like uh, magic tricks and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, some of them are harmless, but the ones that are like really elaborate and stuff like that, and thousands of people is like, oh, magic's real and stuff like that. Maybe that's the long game being played. And, you know, cause you know, it's not real, but for people who understand that it's not real, but then they also, if you can't believe in that, then you definitely can have your doubts in the miracles that you read about in, in the Bible and in the promises that are given to people. You know, it's like that one that, I, I don't know if you saw it or not, but it was, at, I think it made national news, but it had that uh, pastor from Africa that rose that guy from the dead. You know, he was in the casket and everything else. And they, they had a video of it and people were like screaming and going crazy because he, it was all fake. Oh, it was? Yeah, it was all fake. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's the long game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, and, and and that's terrible. And then we see it here in this country with some of those, uh, I don't know what do they call them, the tent preachers, tent preachers, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then you see them doing all this stuff and people passing out, and and we know it's and it's been proven that it's a lie, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And I think that's what hinders even more people to to have that little mustard seed lack of faith that screws everything up. Yeah. I don't know. See. Um, yeah, so that's what I have. That's what I've gotten from the first five chapters from, from, from Mark. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but talking about your mind being somewhere else and your spirit somewhere else, right? Yeah. I want to talk about the Trinity uh, one more time. Let's go. All right. So, recently, you know, I, I, I was raised Catholic, so I believed in the in the Trinity, right? Mm-hmm. But I never knew why, only because I was told right. because I was conditioned, right? So when I was reading the scriptures last year again, I uh, I started to doubt the idea of the Trinity because I didn't I didn't see it in in the scripture in the New Testament because nowhere is it spoken. Oh, the Trinity! But if you look, so I started looking deeper and I started listening to some lectures and debates and stuff like that, and they were pointing out the the validity of the Trinity and where you can see it. And then they were uh, showing examples, and I so I started following with them mm-hmm. throughout the the Old Testament. You know where God is here, and God sends you know the the incarnate version or of God into the earth, but He's sent from God, and and His Spirit is somewhere else, right? So it's so there's the Trinity. That's one example, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, I I I after going through it all, I I was like, okay, I accept the Trinity again. And then I started thinking about it again, because before then I always thought, you know, the God made us in his image, right? The mind, the body, and the spirit, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, but I, I never took the leap. There's a, there's, it goes deeper. It goes much more deeper than that. Because if God is in all these three places in the old Testament, and I was like, well, we, we can't be in all three places in our, right here. And, you know, while I'm alive, but then I started thinking, but we can our minds can be somewhere else. We always say, "Oh, I'm here, but my my mind is somewhere else." Or your emotions aren't here in your relationship or in what you're doing, but you're 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 physically here, but your emotions and your mind are all, they're all this three different places. 
so this is how it so that is a, like a representation of the trinity ourselves how our mind can be somewhere somewhere our emotions can be happy or we could be like you know in distress in our minds having like dark thoughts and but our spirit be happy you know mm-hmm. we, oh, oh something happened you know we got good news but then we we have you know we got a broken leg <laughs> you know yeah what I'm yeah 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 it's it's like it, our, our legs bleeding you know because mm-hmm. we got to cut all three of these things are happening at the same time yet we are who we are we are still one person mm-hmm. so now i understand this is how god is and this is i've never seen anybody represent or you know explain the trinity this way mm-hmm. that this is how we are in god's image that we we are separate at the same time but at the same time one one being right you know what i'm saying right yeah and, and it's like <clears throat> that gives you the answers to like you said where he is i mean he's everywhere omnipresence but in different forms you know same thing with us i love your idea your 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 concept of your body as being the trinity so each individual is actually a trinity because if yeah. if we're made in his image of course you know right and that would explain why we all look different yet we're in his image mm-hmm. and you know i've heard you know people you know try to uh oh explain it that way explain you know atheists you know oh then how are we all looking different does god look like oh go deeper than that mm-hmm. it, it's much deeper it's much deeper and it's it's at a different wavelength it's 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 like at a you know when you think about the trinity it's it's really it's not a, a way we look at it here in the world it's more of a spiritual more deeper meaning like you said you know that you really have to Put your thinking caps on. <laughs> yeah, put them on and strap them on tight because you're going to go deep. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a bottomless pit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, and and that goes too as well as when we're reading the scriptures and everything else that we have to look at a not just the surface level of the scriptures but also the the deeper content of the scriptures as well. Yeah, you know, which can be difficult at times and maybe challenging or even controversial. But I mean, yeah. But again, like we've talked about in the past, I think God reveals these these things to you, to each to individuals in different ways, and whether it's through the scriptures or like through yourself by th- your thought and you pondering on those uh, um, those ideas of uh, of the Trinity. She's got a hair in her nose. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, go ahead. So anyway, that's that's where I'm at. Oh. Yeah, but anyway. Oh no! It started over because that was it got on the recording. Oh, so what? I, what would I say? <laughs> I'll just leave it. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh, oh, we got that got on the recording. I don't even know where I left off. Okay. Okay. <coughs> you never had your dog do that? Yeah, they all do it. Dogs will always do that kind of stuff. But let me see if I go. I love your idea of you using yourself as a Trinity because we are individual Trinities, right? But we're still all in his image. And you were saying earlier about your, um, about people looking and questioning. Oh, oh, about how some atheists were saying that Mm -hmm. if we all are, if we are built all in his image, then why do we all look different? Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, but I think that's the uh, a good, very good concept, idea, thought, whatever that, that you bring up. Because I've, I've never thought about it like that. 
you know, until you, you started talking about, I'm like, you know what, that makes me, it has to make sense, like, even more so because of the fact that we're, I keep throwing that back in, that we're made in his image. That's because that's always been the focal point of who we are, that we're always made in his image, therefore we should do this, this, and this, you know? Right. So, yeah, I like that. I like that. I think it makes it easier for people to understand, too, and maybe grasp the idea of what the Trinity is, because you have a lot of people that reject it, and that's because they're, like you said, conditioned. Right. And they didn't actually get into the scriptures or ponder on that idea and then have a little deeper conversation with themselves of what exactly it is. I think it, it helps us a lot when we have those thoughts, but really think of it clearly instead of just saying, well, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to think about it to here and then that's it. But when you go beyond that, maybe you get the, the answers that you need. Yeah. And, and what, what did Jesus say? Those who seek will find mm-hmm. and boom. There you go. So I found an answer that I, I, I think I can accept. Yeah. Yeah, and hopefully, you know, it, it passes on and brings some type of comfort to somebody who's listening to the show and that's always wondered, if I'm creating in, in his image, why why do I look this way? Mm-hmm. You know, because you got to go deeper than that. Yeah. Spiritual world. Yeah. That. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's, 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 that's one topic that I, I want to talk about. Uh, so, you know what, let's, let's talk about the baptism. Okay. Okay. Baptism of Jesus Christ. And, you know, because this might be controversial, but what if, why did Jesus get baptized? You know, mm-hmm. what was it? One of the um, one of the requirements of the uh, the the Jewish Messiah to get baptized was I I've, I've never heard that. Is it? Do you know? No, I haven't heard anything like that. Me either. Right. Mm-hmm. But Jesus said he had to he had to do it. Right. Could it be? That it was, well, if you look at John the Baptist, what he said, that he was going to be coming, there was a gentleman who was going to be coming, not a gentleman, but, you know, someone greater than he is, and he was going to baptize him, and that person that he baptized was going to be the one, the Messiah, whatever. Right. You know, so could it be that that's just part of the sequence in order to fulfill the prophecy? One of the prophecies that John, Mm -hmm. maybe, that could be it. Mm -hmm. That could be it. Yeah, why not? You know, because then, but ahead. but but the thing is, the one thing that oh, that still plagues me mm-hmm. is that John said he was baptizing for the forgiveness of sins. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But if Jesus was sinless, if he was sinless, he wouldn't need to be baptized. Mm-hmm. But and, and remember, after after he was baptized and the Holy Spirit and everything else. And God said that he was pleased. Yeah. And what I thought about it is like, okay, he already knew that he was God the Father, right? Jesus knew that he that was his father. And then, and that Christ, I mean, God has him as his, what do you call it? Avatar. Like a, yeah. <laughs> or, or chosen one or whatever. Chosen one. Um, don't you think that that, when that instance happened that he was baptized and he said he was pleased i mean he was pleased not because necessarily with christ but pleased with the action that will lead to his crucifixion for the salvation of man so like a future saying i'm pleased Mm -hmm. or or saying that i'm pleased that you've chosen to go this way yeah fulfill that 
See what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So do you think he was, I think he wasn't pleased necessarily with, with that he got baptized. But I think I'm, I'm thinking he was pleased with the action of baptism that will lead to this. Do you, you know what I mean? Let me, let me, let me see. So are you, okay. So are you saying that he's pleased? So maybe that, okay. So let's say Jesus Christ had a choice. Mm-hmm. And he, at his baptism, him deciding to get baptized was the choice, his choice to say, I'm going to continue on this work. This, because maybe, so maybe he had a choice not to do it or to do it. Is that what you're trying to say? That's Is what that I'm what saying. I'm, yeah, that's what you're hearing. Okay. Yeah. Possible. You know, and then when he said he was pleased, it wasn't not necessarily he was pleased with him. When God said, I'm pleased with you. It was not necessarily that he was pleased with him because he already knew. You know what I mean? God already knows. Right. But he was pleased that he fulfilled, you know, in order for us to receive through his, you know, um, sacrifice. Uh-huh. I don't know. But I was thinking about that when he said, why, why would he be pleased he was already. He should have been already pleased because he already knows. Already knows. Yeah. So therefore, I'm thinking: Is it possible that Jesus had the choice to fulfill that, and he accepted? And now, now take this back. Take this further. Let's fast forward. Right mm-hmm. when he's praying, and he's asking, you know, you know, to help him, and you know, all that kind of. You know what yeah. I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. In the garden, what before he's captured? Right. Okay. That's what it made me think about that too. Okay, so but if 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 that was if they're connected, mm-hmm. if those two points are connected, right? The feelings, the feeling, the, yeah. Okay, of of perhaps be- like being not. Oh, I'm not too sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, because because uh, we know in the garden, he prayed. Oh, you know, let this cup pass from me because you know that's his humanity speaking, right? Right. But he said in the end, once again. Okay, so once again, he had maybe he had the choice there also, because at the end of that he says, "Your will be done, not mine," mm-hmm. and then so forth. And then you know the passion and the crucifixion happened. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, maybe he did have a choice. Yeah, maybe I don't know. I'm thinking that there the, the idea of having a choice is there because he was human too. I, exactly. Exactly. Hmm. Yeah, that's 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 a really good idea. I'd have to, I'd have to think about it. Mm-hmm. Because I always thought I, he was just he was he he loved he loved life, not not like the world or you know he loved the world, but not in like a a sense that you know that the you know that the New Testament. New Testament teaches, you know, not to love the world and stuff like that, not to be part of it. But he loved being alive, or you know what I mean, out of that that greater sense of being alive. Well, that's why and he well, didn't want to die, right? Right, and that's what I think makes the idea of his sacrifice of himself even stronger because he had the choice. Do you see what I'm saying? Right. I mean, how many people would do that for somebody? Oh, nearly none, especially people they don't know, right? And people to come. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. That's why I feel it's even when you think about the crucifixion and the sacrifice that he went through, it has a deeper 
and meaningful meaning of love because that was a a, a gigantic huge task uh-huh. for him to fulfill i mean you're talking about sacrificing yourself for these people that you don't even know you don't even know what's to come with these people right right so that's why when i was thinking about i was thinking about this last night and i read that again and i said about well, please well, he already knows what's up, but I think he was pleased with the fact of the action that he went through with it. Right. But not necessarily pleased with him because he's already pleased. Here, here, that's his son. You know what I'm saying? Right. So he's already pleased with his son. So, okay, yeah. Yeah. I mean, because, yeah, this, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a marvelous sacrifice. Really great because we know that Jesus Christ existed. Mm-hmm. Before he was human, you know, he was part of God. He was he was part of God, right? Mm-hmm. And to give up all of that to become human, because we know when he became human, he wasn't he he wasn't all powerful. Or to me, from what I've read, he he didn't seem all powerful when he was an earthly human. You know, it because I don't, and then to. Go into this weakness and then go further into it and allow yourself to be sacrificed. I think that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's just me. Why? Uh, tell me. Because, no, I'm just thinking about that that action. Then you go into the we're in the garden where he's praying. Then when you go to the to the very last in. Oh, oh yeah, where he says, "Why have you forsaken me?" Yeah. Well, wouldn't that be that's three, right? Yeah. The threes, or what? What's yeah. three mean? Three is like when numerology is like the the grace of God, or something like that, or yeah. the blessing, or something like things. that. I heard about something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So those were the three that I was in like, okay, because when I was looking at this last night, I thought of that. Then it made me fast forward to the garden. Then it made me fast forward to the crucifixion. So there uh-huh. was like three different events there that made me say, well, still. He's still human, so therefore he's still feeling the same things that we would feel. Right. Maybe questions and everything else. I don't know. That's just me throwing out there and just looking at it in a little deeper kind of way of thinking, you know? Right. And that's where, therefore, I think he could relate to us in understanding us more, right? And this goes with our grace and everything else, too, of the type of people that we are, who we are, what we experience. I think he was going through those same emotions and everything else just because of he came here and he was... I want to use the word divine, right? Uh-huh. But he still felt the same thing. He still felt the feelings that we felt. Uh-huh. He would have to in order for him to become here as man. Right. I don't know. Yeah, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. So, sorry. No, 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 no. That's, a, that, yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's good. All right, yeah. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to talk about, man? No, nah, man. I, I I know you were going to talk about that that one part of the, the uh, what you said right now about baptism, but then I kind of wanted to throw that part in there because I wanted to say it before I forgot it. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no problem, man. Yeah, because yeah, because the other day we and you discussed that maybe Jesus was had committed sins, mm-hmm. and that's why he needed to be baptized. You know what I'm saying? Because a sinless person doesn't get baptized. It's and you know it's redundant, right? Well, it has no meaning. So, but I don't know. It, now that you've said what you said, you know, that, that makes a lot more sense. Because, I don't know. Who knows what would have happened between the first 33 years of his life. Right. Him being human. Right. Having powers. Even the Gnostic Gospels tell him doing stuff that, you know, wouldn't seem right to us. You know, people who believe in <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, eee. Eee. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And maybe that's why that's, you know. 
maybe those did happen, but you know, it's not important to the story or to our salvation. That's why it's, you know, God managed to put it to the side or, you know, hide it for a while until, you know, yeah. it's not in the, in the, uh, in the important book. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. It's like supplementary, I guess you could look at it that way. Yeah. In the footnotes. In the footnotes. Oh yeah. Yeah. He created some birds, <laughs> you know, he cursed some kid maybe. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's, it's a, it, to me, it's all fascinating and, and it should all be looked at and, you know, and analyze, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think it's, I think it's good. Yeah. I mean, if, if any of it makes it question your faith, maybe you should, you should question your faith. Yeah. And you know, and come to terms with it, and it'd probably be stronger. Right. So, yeah, I, I think so. I think, yeah, I think that's what people need to do sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't, we're, sometimes we just don't have it. We think we have it all together, but we don't. Right. I don't think we ever will. <laughs> no, we never will. I mean, that's, it's very unfortunate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, yeah, uh, yeah, praise God and Jesus Christ, you know what I'm saying, the Holy Spirit. It's all, it's all really great. It's an amazing thing. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess uh, I guess we'll end it there since uh, you, you don't have anything you want to say about Marks one through four. Nothing. Just that. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I mean, I, we 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 went through it. I mean, the the, the main points that were, were there, we talked about them. You yeah. Know? There's not a lot going. There's a lot going on, but there's not a lot going on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just a bunch of healings, and there's a cryptic message on there that we could go on for hours about. You know? Yeah, that was a long one. <laughs> Chapter four, <laughs> what, verse twelve, or something like that. Yeah. I mean, if y'all want us to discuss it, we'll discuss it. But until then, I mean, we'll just leave it and let y'all figure it out on your own, I guess. I or, mean, or give us the answer. <laughs> or give us the answer, or your opinion, or something, because yeah. it's very cryptic. Yeah. And. Um, uh, let's see what else. Oh yeah. We're, we're going to have to get a, uh, what is that? A, uh, a email so people can email us. Yeah. Yeah. Or we, something or yeah. some, something. Yeah. We we can give them, uh, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll figure out an email or I can give them my, the email that we use or whatever, the general one. Yeah. The BCN, whatever, but we can do that, uh, next time or this time you want to do it now. Or oh, if, if, if there is, if we decide on it, it's going to be in the show notes. So yeah. we'll see. If there's nothing in the show notes, then we haven't decided yet. Yeah. Wait till next episode. Yeah. Um, so next episode, we're going to be uh, discussing or going through Mark 6, chapter 6 through 10 and see what we can find discussing there and see if we get any revelations. Revelations. Yeah. <laughs> we might. And see, uh, and, you know, just keep discussing it. And, you know, we're not going to stay on this course like, uh, like, uh, like super strict. We're going to deviate and stuff like just like we did today. It's fine. Because um, this is just discussions about two believers and maybe you sometimes, you know, whenever you decide to write in. And, you know, and together we can find a, uh, we can find a better concept of God and Jesus Christ. or, or Right. Yeah. Yeah. Through conversation. Yeah. Thinking and reading. Yeah. Chip in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. All right. Thank you. <laughs>